welcome back to Podcast Interference. We are back. Uh, it's been a good week for, uh, <laughs> well, for both of us in uh, Dynasty <laughs> Leagues, but we'll we'll get on to that. We've had some really explosive performances, so uh, I guess we'll we'll dive in with uh, with our top top ten list. So at number one, we have. Lenny Fournette, who had an absolute stormer. Uh, 17 rushing attempts, 100 yards, 3 touchdowns, uh, 8 targets, 7 receptions, 31 yards, and another touchdown. So, 4 touchdowns for, for Mr. Fournette, which uh, is quite surprising, really. Yeah, you couldn't have seen a 4-touchdown, 40-point game coming from Fournette. It was absolutely incredible. I mean, we spoke a few weeks ago and said he was obviously the clear RB1. And obviously, if he keeps putting in performances like that, uh, you know, playoff Lenny in the regular seasons a, a dangerous thing. So if the books keep rolling, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a good pickup for some people. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's a long way ahead of of the number two uh, overall on the week as well, who's uh, John Mixon. Um, and I mean, yeah, to be to be twelve points ahead of Mixon, <laughs> it's just those touchdowns, isn't it? That's that's, that's the, the difference. difference between the two. But yeah, Mixon was grinding it out, so he had. 32 points, 28 attempts, which is just crazy. Uh, 165 yards, two touchdowns, and then he had four catches on four targets for minus two yards. But Mm. even with that uh, negative yardage receiving, it's still obviously points uh, due to PPR scoring. So, yeah, great day for Mixon too. Yeah, fantastic day. I mean, I think he had, I looked at one point, he had about 20 carries even before the half, so they were really feeding Mixon, um, which obviously worked. They absolutely battered the Steelers. Um, you know, Mixon is that workhorse type back, so we've been saying it all year. You've just got to keep feeding him, and he will keep uh, keep hopefully coming in these top tens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always liked the guy, and you know, in seasons gone by, he's, he's, he's let people down due to injury and things like that. But Not this year. Yeah, this year he, he's, uh, yeah, he's popping off. Uh, and then next up at number three is somebody who I benched this week. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's Jalen Waddle, who uh, <laughs> who had a whopping twenty nine points, so ten targets, uh, which is the highest target share in the top ten, I think, um, on passes, nine receptions and a touchdown. So, just a really solid game for him. One hundred and thirty seven yards. Yeah, uh, Waddle's been you know fantastic all year. What's he, he's at seventy seven receptions for the season now, which leads all there. Uh, all rookies, um, yeah, he's been an amazing find um, for the Dolphins. I think you're going to be happy if you if you drafted him in Dynasty or even regular leagues. He's been outstanding, and I, I really think he's got a good career ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, he's number 11 on PPR scoring now, so he is he is a, a wide receiver one in, in yeah. 12 and 14-man leagues, and he's just, just about to nudge his way in on uh, on, on 10-man leagues, so he's he's just been solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we spoke in the preseason about that chemistry that he he has with Tua, that we'd expect him to kind of build with Tua, and seems to be it paying seems off. To happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then at number four, first quarterback entry, we've got Josh Allen, uh, who who played very well. Uh, he used his legs, eight eight rushing attempts for forty three yards, and then obviously in the passing game, we've got a, a somewhat modest twenty eight attempts, uh, twenty three completions, but that was. Uh, that translated over into 260 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, uh, he, what what turned out to be quite an easy win for the Bills. Uh, I was annoying he didn't go annoyed he didn't go over 300. That cost me some money, um, but <laughs> but a fantastic <laughs> fantasy performance nonetheless. 
Um, he pulled it back as well. I think at one point he was he was um, one touchdown, two interceptions against a bad Saints team, but he, he turned it round. Um, big week for him this week against the Patriots, we'll, which we'll discuss later. But yeah, classic Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, and next up, we've got our second rookie in the top 10, uh, Eli Mitchell, uh, running back for the 49ers, who popped off, uh, to say the least. Uh, we have 27 rushing attempts for 133 yards and a touchdown, uh, in addition to six targets, five uh, receptions, and 35 yards. So, yeah, he was their running back this week. The 49ers didn't mix it up as much as we'd expect them to yeah another fantastic performance from Mitchell good win for the Niners as well over the Vikings um Mitchell was was amazing even though obviously Debo Samuel seems to be getting more and more carries in that backfield he still had um six carries two touchdowns last week but yeah Mitchell's been phenomenal the 49ers seem to be on a bit of a roll as well six and five now stringing a few wins together um, and the formula seems to be the ground game. Obviously, Garoppolo's not known for throwing it 40 times a game, so I'm expecting to Mitchell to finish the, the season strong. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then next up, we've got the talisman of the uh, the Atlanta Falcons, Cordero Patterson <laughs> himself. Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody expected these kind of performances <laughs> from him, but we've got 16 rushing attempts for 108 yards and two touchdowns in addition to three targets, two receptions, and 27 yards. So 28 points, which puts him up at the uh, RB9 in PPR it's just, scoring. It's just it's just crazy. Yeah, I, I don't think... I mean, we no one was talking about him from a fantasy perspective at the start of the season, not in any sort of RB1 scenarios anyway. Um, I've got him in a couple of leagues, and I must, he's, he's been a saviour for me. Uh, the fact that he's getting so much work in the run game and in the past game on a on a bad Falcons team, you, you can't speak highly enough of him. He's been absolutely fantastic. And like you said, he is pretty much the only bright spot on that offense since obviously Ridley has, has left the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody who drafted him, you yeah. got him at a ridiculously good price and he's, he's winning seasons for people. Uh, there's no two ways about it. Um, next up, we've got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, 26 points, which is pretty good. Uh, just two rushing attempts for a yard. And then we've got uh, 45 attempts, 28 completions, 370 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, another vintage game from Rodgers. Uh, this was a very good game for the for the neutral, um, you know, for Stafford versus Rodgers. But yeah, Rodgers obviously came out on top. Um, yeah, he was absolutely fantastic uh, in the passing game. Obviously, one of the attempts on the ground went for a touchdown as well, where he sort of duked Jalen Ramsey, which was absolutely fantastic going to the corner of the end zone. Um, yeah, Packers. Packers look dangerous. I think they're probably the team to beat at the minute in the NFL. Um, and if it, when Rodgers is in the mood, there's just there's not many people who can stop him. So yeah, more to come like this. I think from Green Bay and Rodgers. The Vikings did. Well, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next up, we've uh, we've got Dak uh, Prescott, who got twenty five points overall. Uh, just the one attempt, three yards, forty seven passing attempts. Um, 32 completions, 375 yards, and two touchdowns. So, yeah, he was uh, he was kind of on par with uh, with Rogers there. Yeah, decent fancy game from from Dak. Um, obviously, Cowboys fans will be disappointed because they, obviously they lost that Thanksgiving game to the Raiders due to the the ridiculous amount of penalty yards they seemed to accrue. I think it was near 200 yards in the end. Um, so yeah, cowboy fans will be disappointed, but obviously you know Dak owners won't be too too hard done by. He did he did turn in a decent performance? 
Yeah, it definitely did. Um, sorry for Rogers. I said two rushing attempts and uh, and a yard. It was two rushing attempts and a touchdown. I misread the stats. <laughs> um, apologies, Aaron, if you're listening. <laughs> um, next up, we've got uh, Antonio Gibson, who uh, it's nice to see him back in the top 10. We've not seen much of him this season. Uh, 29 rushing attempts for 111 yards and then we've got 7 receptions on 7 targets for 35 yards yeah Gibson was a bit of a workhorse this week um, and obviously I believe we said that, that we can we can see Washington win this one and obviously they did come out on yes. top in the end in a, in a wild finish um, but Gibson over the last few weeks, um, I saw a stat earlier. He does lead the league over the over the last four weeks in terms of in terms of carries, which is interesting to see. Um, and obviously, yeah, twenty nine carries a game. He's he, they really are feeding Gibson. Um, and the football team, they're you know they're at five and six. Uh, they're not they're not out of a a playoff scenario on a wild card. So yeah, um, Gibson owners will, will start to be feeling a little bit more happy. I think now. Yeah, definitely. Um... And and those who traded him away for for pennies like I did before he <laughs> popped off last year were we'll really about upset. That. <laughs> uh, and finally, in the top ten, we've got T Higgins, who had a nice little outing as well in a lovely forty-one to ten victory against Pittsburgh. Uh, he had six receptions on eight targets for one hundred and fourteen yards and a touchdown. So just a very good standard vanilla game for him there, but. One that we like to see. Yeah, we. I don't think we've seen him in the top ten this year. Obviously, I think this is his his sort of comeback game. But yeah, uh, the Bengals were were awesome. Um, obviously, I'm just the only thing I'm annoyed with is Jamar Chase didn't get more in on the action. But yeah, Higgins is a good young receiver. He's only 22. The Bengals obviously seem to be rolling. Um, the only question is with the Bengals is is which Bengals are you going to get? They have been a bit inconsistent this season. Uh, yeah. they, you know, they blow the Steelers out. Then three weeks ago, they lose to the Jets. Um, I would expect to see probably less of less of Higgins and more of Chase in the top ten if I was to put my money on it. Um, but hopefully the Bengals will, will be a bit more consistent going forward. Yeah, Touchwood, awesome. Uh, so, there, were there any other kind of key standout players or or any absolute terrible performances <laughs> that you weren't expecting? Um, this week? There was a, there was a few performances that hurt me. Um, Lamar Jackson, although the Ravens got the win with with the four interceptions, really really did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, really did hurt me, unfortunately. I know that the touchdown was amazing. Um, not knocking that, um, but yeah, that that did hit me. And just FYI, I was very right about Cam Newton. I think that's. <laughs> I think had to bring that up. Uh, might as well get it in yes. there now. He was five of twenty-one for ninety yards and two interceptions and got benched. So hopefully that's the end of the discussion now. Um, we'll see what happens next week. I'm not sure if he's in line to start. Um, but after that performance, it would be tough to start him for me. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're not wrong there. Um, I guess two two kind of injury notices, mm-hmm. I guess, yep. to, to to key players. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey has now been ruled out for the <sighs> season. He only put up a three point five point game Sad. this week. Um, so yeah, I mean, everybody pretty much who was who was picking first in all leagues. Um, aside from maybe Dynasty, were were going for CMC as their yeah. prime choice, and obviously that's that's quite a big blow to a lot of people's uh, playoff chances because he might have got them there, but he's not there to keep them in it. So, uh, so that's a big loss. Yeah, ma- massive loss. Obviously, I mean the people in our league, uh, as me and you both know, are absolutely fuming. He's gone again. Um, obviously, it's it's one of those ones now where if he's, he's if he's out for the season, we've got to start questioning whether he will be 
you know, a, a top three pick again or whether other players that have done so well this season will slowly overtake him just because of those injury concerns. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, like, a lot of the big big choices have gone. gone. Yeah. So, you know, you've lost Eric Henry as well, who might come back, yeah. but... Yeah, it's a big loss. And the next one is Debo Samuel, who is wide receiver two in PPR and standard scoring, who uh, it's not too bad for, for Samuel Honors. He he is out for the next one to two weeks. So, I mean, for most people who have drafted him, you are probably already looking at being quite comfortably yeah. in the playoff spot anyway. <laughs> so you're probably all right. But for those people who need him to kind of get the next couple of wins just to, to shore up that... Uh, mm. That playoff position, that's a bit of a concern, but he will be back for week 15, people believe, which uh, this year is the start of the playoffs. So, Hopefully. you know, he, he'll be there when you need him. Uh, okay, right, we'll look forward to the week ahead. Um, we'll have to do this quick fire because, uh, unfortunately, I've I've messed with the, uh, the podcast schedule this week and we don't have as much time. So, Jack, it's all on you. I'm going to fire the names at you and you tell me what you think. That's We're going to start me. with the... The Saints and the Cowboys. Yeah, um, I mean, fairly easy one, I think. Um, Saints have been dreadful, um, obviously, since Winston went down. Um, Cowboys really desperately need to win. I think this is a good game, good matchup for them to do it. Um, so I think Cowboys bounce back in a, in a fairly big way. Only notable thing to mention with the Saints, I guess, is they are leaning towards starting Taysom Hill, um, who has some fancy value, I guess. Um, and also, I guess, as it did last year, impacts Alvin Kamara's. Um, sort of goal line work because Hill just seems to bulldoze it in if they ever get there. So yeah, Cowboys win, but Taysom Hill might be worth a pick up if you're desperate. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, next up, we've got Texans and Colts. Um, well, I mean, Colts on a roll. Um, I know they lost to the Bucks, but it was it was very competitive. And uh, once they actually started giving it to Jonathan Taylor late in the third quarter, which was just madness, they <laughs> they left it. They late. actually started to roll. If they'd have done that when they were twenty four ten up, then it might have been a different story. Um, but yeah, e- easy divisional win for the Colts. The Texans um, are in disarray. Obviously, they lost to the Jets um, last week, which no one likes to do. Um, yeah, Colts, Colts win. Um, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, obviously, as he has done for the past five weeks, will will probably put in at least a twenty point performance again. I would imagine. Yeah, uh, I did have a question from someone from our league, and I just wondered what your answer mm. to that would be, since we've just discussed both teams, Taysom Hill or Carson Wentz. What starting? Yes. Um, I would go with I, w- I would go with Carson Wentz. Yeah, I said the same. Um, move on quickly. <laughs> uh, Lions and Vikings. Lions, Vikings, uh, again, uh, all these first three seem to be fairly easy calls. Um, Vikings will, will win this. Lions, again, are just are just dreadful. Um, I, th- I thought they'd get the win on Thanksgiving. They managed to bottle that as well. Jared Goff simply hasn't looked good. Um, the only fancy relevant player really on the Vikings is, is, is Swift. Um, on the Lions team, sorry. Um, so yeah, Vikings win this um, comfortable game. Um, the only thing to keep an eye on is, is Dalvin Cook is day to day at the minute, I believe, with a with a shoulder injury. Um, so he may be out, but if not, obviously expect the usual antics from Justin Jefferson and Thielen um, as the Vikings tear the Lions apart. Excellent. Uh, next up, Dolphins and Giants. Uh, this will be a good one. I mean, obviously the Dolphins are on a Dolphins are on a little bit of a roll. Um, and I did see some stats earlier uh, comparing Tua's first 
first sample size of 16 games versus other quarterbacks. And you know what? He's actually, he's actually, you know, he stacks up very well. Um, like we discussed earlier, they've got good young weapons in Jalen Waddle. Um, Miles Gaskin showed up last week as well with two touchdowns. Um, the Giants, although they beat the Eagles, are still dreadful for me. Um, and, and Danny Dimes isn't the answer. Um, it's just a matter of time before they move on. So yeah, I think I think the Dolphins win this one, get to get to six and seven. Um, probably quite low scoring, I would imagine. But again, Jalen Waddle is, is is a must start in in all leagues. I think now he, he's proven that now. Yeah, is that a dig at my choice last week? <laughs> Next up, we've got um, <laughs> the Falcons and the Buccaneers. Can Cordero Patterson single-handedly take out the mighty Bucks? Um, I, I think Patterson can can put up a good game simply because he is pretty much the only weapon. Um, Kyle Pitts has been a little quieter over these last couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't see anyone but the Bucks winning here. Um, yeah, um, it was a close game against the Colts, but obviously Brady in the end was was just too much for for that Colts defense, and the Falcons are not as good as the Colts. Um, I think that's that's clear. So yeah, uh, Buccaneers will win this. Um, don't think Leonard Fournette will have a forty piece again. Um, no. but I would I would imagine they would feed him a reasonable amount to get that that play action game going. Um, yeah, and like you said, the the only play you're starting on the Falcons really is Patterson, just because of that versatility. Yeah, he is the human Swiss Army knife after all. Uh, Jets and Eagles. Um, I'd I'd like to say the Eagles e- easy win here. Um, they should they should be going one game above five hundred with this, but obviously they they completely blew it against the Giants, especially after we bigged up Jalen Hurts. Yes. <laughs> um, he he did not have a good game. Um, in his defence, he did have a couple of drops. I did watch this one. Um, he did have a couple of drops, um, but then also very late in the game, should have hit Devontae Smith for the winning touchdown. Uh, Smith was wide open yeah, um, going into the, the left corner of the end zone. Um, but I'll, 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 I'll give him credit again. I, I think they'll beat the Jets. Uh, the Jets only just scraped by the Texans, so I think the Eagles will win um, and hopefully Hurts bounces back as well um, and gets back to that above, above 20 points in fantasy, which he's, we're so used to from him. Yeah, I do think last week was an exception. I know I said I wasn't talking this bit, but we're talking about Jalen Hurts, so obviously I, I, <laughs> I'll start speaking. But yeah, the couple of the drops, like one of them was almost a guaranteed touchdown. If uh, yep. I can't remember whether it was Rigor or someone had dropped. I it. think it was Rigor. Yeah, it was. <sighs> yeah, and it's just that that obviously reflects badly on uh, Hurts' stats. But I think there is a lot to be said for you know having a, a seasoned veteran in that position who's going to come down Agreed. with the ball uh, and not so. Yeah, uh, next up, Bears and Cardinals. Um, God, there's, there's some dull ones this week. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, I know the I know the Bears did get the did get the win um, on Thanksgiving against the Lions, but it was by no means convincing. Um, Andy Dalton getting the start there, um, but I would I would expect the I would expect the Cardinals to win this. Um, no, no matter what the quarterback situation, um, I think Colt McCoy's done a decent standing. Um, while Kyle Murray's been out, um, Murray obviously closer and closer to a return. But I, th- I think either way, I just don't think the the Bears have anything on offense um, to compete with the Cardinals. Um, yeah, e- easy win for the Cardinals, I think here. Excellent. Next up, we've got the Bengals and the Chargers. Now this this should be actually this is an exciting one actually. Um, Chargers uh, coming off a loss to the my mighty Broncos. Um, in which Justin Herbert he he didn't look good obviously you yeah. know Pat Sertan had had two picks and the pick six, um so Herbert Herbert's gonna want to bounce back, 
Um, and this is what we were talking about earlier. The Bengals need to string a couple of those big performances together. Um, so I think I'll, I'll, I'll roll with the Bengals again. Um, I like their young offense. Um, I think the key to this one um, is, is just going to be, again, feed Joe Mixon. Feed Joe Mixon. Ideally, I want Mixon to have more rush attempts than Burrow has pass attempts. I think that's the key to the Bengals' success. Um, and I think if they do that, they can they can win again. Um, side note, I am expecting a, a big game from Jamar Chase. He's been very quiet these last three weeks. Um, only a matter of time before he blows up, and I think that's this week. Yeah, it'd be good to see. Uh, it's I kind of miss hearing his name being shouted out in yeah, absolute same. awe and, and uh, fascination. Uh, next up, then, we've got, this should be a steamroll, uh, Rams and Jaguars. Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of comparisons, um, obviously not relevant comparisons, because let's be real, the Lions are the Lions, but obviously the Lions do statistically have a better record with Goff over the last month than the Rams do. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Don't read don't read too much into that. Um, but this, this is a good bounce back game, I think. Uh, the Rams, having lost three straight, do need a win, um, and the, everyone beats up on the Jaguars. Um so I, th- I think the Rams, as you said, do steamroll the Jags, um, take out some of that frustration. Um, OBJ got his first touchdown as well last week, which was nice to see. Um, expect a big game from Cooper Cup because he, he rarely misses. Um, and yeah, and Staff- Stafford will bounce back as well, I think. So yeah, big win for the Rams by, by at least 14 points, I would say. Safe assessment, I think. Uh, next up, Raiders and Washington. Yeah, another another close game. Uh, Raiders big win on Thanksgiving. Washington nice win against the Seahawks. Um, I still don't think the Raiders are very good despite the six and five record. Um, obviously they're in a bit of turmoil since the whole the whole John Gruden thing. Um, so I'm going to roll with the football team here. Um, I think their defense has been solid. Um, as it was against the Seahawks, only giving up 15 points. And as we've discussed on previous weeks, Heineke. Um, is a very good option. Um, you can't say enough about him this season. He's come into a bad situation and done very well. Um, and Antonio Gibson, I would expect to get a similar volume of work to last week with the the, the twenty five plus carries and the Washington team win this one. I hope that he doesn't get that much, but <laughs> yeah, he will. Uh, Steelers and Ravens next. Um, again, this this will be an interesting one because the, the Steelers and I mean Big Ben should just retire, right? That's the only logical conclusion I can make. Um, I think he's done. Um, they were dreadful against the Bengals. Oh, they were. I do- It was it was atrocious. Um, some of the throws he was making just didn't look like he'd even ever been an NFL quarterback. Um, so I would I would expect the Ravens to win this one. I I don't think it'll be as easy as everyone thinks because I mean, like I said, Lamar was pretty bad against the Browns. Um, but I would expect the Ravens to win this one. But I'll be honest, I'm I'm not expecting any gems in terms of fantasy performances here. I think this will be a bit of a, a bit of a slog for both sides. Very good. Uh, next up, we've got the uh, the Seahawks and the Forty ers um. Yeah, my the poor Seahawks. Um. I, obviously, I don't know what's happening with Wilson. Um. This it's the first time the Seahawks have had eight eight losses in a season since Wilson's been the QB one. It's the first time Wilson is in his career has had three straight defeats. Um. I I don't know what's happening. I don't know whether they're just done or he is still suffering from from that hand injury, um. Which the doctor said was the worst he's ever seen of its kind. Wow. Um. 
um, but also praised Wilson's sort of ethic, work ethic to get back. Um, but I'll, I'll be honest, I think I can't see it changing. I think I think the Niners win and, and keep rolling. Nothing I've seen from the Seahawks leads me to believe they can they they can they can stick with the 49ers. I know Debo's obviously out, but yeah, I, I just don't think they've got it in them. Yeah, I mean Brandon Ayuk's probably going to rise to to snatch all the opportunities he get so. now as well. So maybe Debo will be coming back to find someone in his seat. Uh, next up, we've got the Chiefs and the Broncos. Here we go. Big divisional matchup for my Broncos. Uh, I will be staying up for this one, the, the 20 past <laughs> one kickoff. Very good. Um, if Obviously, if we win, we go with seven, both seven and five with the Chiefs. Um, so it's a massive divisional game. And you know what? I'm going to roll with the Broncos. Uh-huh. No, no, no bias. No bias. I just think... <laughs> If the, if the sure. team if the team <laughs> if the team that played the Chargers and the Cowboys shows up, we win. If the team that played the Ravens and the pre and the Eagles show, up, we lose. If we play defensive football, um, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, um, only two RB combos in the league to go over five hundred yards, I believe. Just FYI, wow. and Bridgewater doesn't turn it over. I think we can. I think we can win this one. Um, as always, you've got to be wary of Mahomes. Um, he did have the good, big game against the Raiders, but you know against the Cowboys again, he was pretty subpar. So I think if our defense can turn up, um, like it did last week, I think we've we've got a chance to do this one. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dispute you to be honest, because the way the Chiefs have played this year, <laughs> um, anything can happen. But as you said, the, the Broncos' defense is just very solid. So. Uh, yeah. The Chiefs haven't got a great track record against solid defences this season, so you do have a good good opportunity. Uh, and finally, quite a big one, oh, uh, the, massive. the Bills and the Patriots. Yeah, huge game. Um, these last two divisional games are massive. Um, Bills and Patriots, Bills at 7-4, and four, Pats at 8-4. and four. Um, Yeah, this is a, an absolute massive matchup. Um, obviously, a lot of people sort of ragging on the Bills, thinking they should be, you know, higher in in terms of wins. They have had some rough losses. Um, all the stats seem to point to them beating up on the bad teams, but their record against the good teams is one and three, I believe. Um, so it's going to be a, a sta- it's going to need to be a statement game from Josh Allen and the Bills. Um, however, I, I, I do think as, as much as it annoys me to say, because I hate the Patriots. Um, <laughs> I, I do think the Patriots get the win here. Um, it, it's crazy how dominant they've been over the over the past few weeks. Um, the points differential, um, winning the turnover battle, Mac Jones, um, you know, even throwing for over three hundred yards last week, um, has been, you know, out and out the best rookie quarterback in the class, um, by a country mile. Um, and obviously when you've got the goat of coaching in Bill Belichick, um, yeah, I, I think the Patriots get the win here. And unfortunately, send the Bills to seven and five. Yeah, well, I, 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 yeah, I don't know whether I hope you're right or not. I, I can't call this one to be honest. So it's going to be close. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. Uh, excellent. Okay, so that's everything that we've got to look forward to this weekend. Uh, so it's time to have a little discussion about our dynasty league, and I'm happy. I've I've won yet again. I think that takes my streak to seven straight. So I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Um. And Jack, you you won the the, num- the number two uh, team in the league. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a close one, but you you pulled through. So, do you want to start off with your? Yeah, I will. Yeah, let's go for it. So yeah, I beat I beat Elliot uh, one fifty five to one forty three. Um, easiest way to discuss the matchup is I I needed seven points going into the the Seahawks matchup, uh, and I had Russell Wilson who did. Although they lost, he did get nineteen point five. 
um, so that won me that. Um, I had a couple of nice performances as well. Um, as we mentioned, uh, Cordaro Patterson with 28 was amazing. Cooper Cup, 18, not bad. Um, and Stafford with 22. Um, Elliot did have Aaron Rodgers go off for 26 and some nice performances from AJ Dillon and Debo with 20. But then obviously Dalvin Cook going down, Justin Jefferson underperformed, Chris Godwin with only three points. And his QB2, Ryan Tannehill, only with seven, um, did sort of uh, shaft him a little bit. Although Nick Falk, Patriots kicker with 20 points. That's is, ridiculous is, for a is, kicker. Is quite an effort. But yeah, happy to get the win. Um, it was a close one, but yeah, happy to get the win finally. Yeah, that uh, yeah, it's a big one for you. So with two games left, we'll just have a quick look at the table now. So I'm at the top on 10 and 2. Elliot's 8 and 4. Tom's 8 and 4. Uh, Rohan's seven and five. Then we come down to fifth place with Alex at six and six, Lewis at six and six as well. Then we've got Sam at uh, seventh with five and seven, yourself at eighth with four and eight. Then we've got uh, James and Kieran with three and nine respectively at the bottom. So close. You need Alex or Lewis to lose both games, and you need to win two games. Uh, So it's it's quite a it's a bit of a fight for you, uphill battle, but it's possible. <laughs> so you do have Lewis next week. That's um, a big game. Which obviously game. you need to win. And then week 14, it's fate is in the hands of uh, James. <laughs> so you need James to beat Lewis in uh, in week 14. So yeah, big, big matchups ahead. It's all exciting. Uh, next up, we'll go through mine. So I played Lewis. I was quite fortunate that a few guys turned up, especially because... The brunt of my attack is really the Chiefs one-two punch <laughs> yeah. of Mahomes and Kelsey, and I didn't have either of them this week. So Taylor Heineke was in the place of, of Mahomes. He got me 11 points, which not too great, but, you know, I'll take it. Uh, Joe Mixon, obviously, second yes. overall player this week, 33 points. Great. Austin Eckler got a nice 21 points, which is what you expect. Michael Gallup, I subbed in for uh, Jalen Waddle because of all the injuries to the Cowboys players. I thought that he'd probably get fed quite a lot. I mean, he did have 160 yards. The only thing really that he was missing was touchdowns. That touchdown. Um, but yeah, I mean, in hindsight, Jalen Waddle was obviously the uh, the pick to have made there. So I messed up a little bit, but I still won, so I won't cry over it. Stefan Diggs, uh, 20 points. Good from him. He's starting to hit his stride and be more consistent now, which is great to see. Finally. Uh, Dalton Schultz was my sub-in for, for Kelsey, and he did well, 15 points. Yeah. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, Deontay Johnson, despite the horrendous game, uh, still managed to come off with 95 yards for 18 points for me, which is great. David Montgomery, just a, a 10 there. He's still finding his feet. Yeah, he's he's definitely easing himself back in. Uh, Jalen Hurts with a disappointing 6.8 for me. Um, not like him to, to be down there. Three interceptions doesn't help, um, and neither do, do drop passes. So what can you do? <laughs> Uh, Tyler Bass did okay, seven points, and then obviously the the Patriots defense is just rolling. Incredible again, nineteen points. On the opposite side, Lewis had the Dolphins defense, which I believe was the number one defense of the week. Crazy. Thank Cam Newton for that. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Twenty three points is not to be sniffed at. Uh, Lewis had some good performances and, and some uh, less good performances. So Carson Wentz performed all right. Twenty points. Christian McCaffrey three point five. I think that's really where killer. Unfortunately for Lewis, you know, losing him. He's not coming back now, and that's not the best parting gift, is it? 3.5 points. So, 
Jonathan Taylor played pretty well, but as you say, he wasn't involved enough um, until later on. So he got 19.7, but you could easily have doubled that if he was involved from the start. Um, DJ Mo, pretty good, 15 points. Boyd, not great, three points. Uh, and Pat Freemuth, who's probably... Along well. Yeah, he's, I mean... Yeah, I, I need to compare the stats, but he must be coming up on Pitts' uh, point scoring now. Uh, he's... he's the tight end 11 at the minute. Five touchdowns in the last five games. Yeah, I mean, he's, I'd like to know what tight end position he is over the past five games, because I'm sure it's higher than 11. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, not great. Um, and then we've got uh, Ty Johnson, who who didn't really do too much. And Teddy Bridgewater, who did okay. 16 points. And finally... Uh, Badgley, uh, kicker, who did who put up eight points, which again serviceable for a kicker. So um, yeah, uh, that's that was my matchup. I was quite relieved. Um, Easy win. I think I may have locked in a buy spot now. I believe you. Have, um, yeah. So yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty settled now going into the next two games. As long as I win one of them, I'm I'm definitely in a buy. So yeah, it's uh, it's nice and uh, nice and relaxing up at the top. I've got to say. Uh, next up we've I got I wish I was relaxed <laughs> <laughs> we've got Tom and Alla oh, and um, who, who did Tom play? Tom and Sam Sam yes um, bit of a bit of a blowout this one <laughs> um, yeah Tom with 162 to Sam's 78 um, I don't know if Sam will be happy or sad with that because he was making a playoff run <laughs> even though um, he wasn't expecting to he was expecting to tank Um but big performances from Josh Allen uh, for, for Tom, 26. Zeke with 17. Lenny Fournette, four tuddies, 45 points. Um, I think that that's pretty much all she wrote for Sam, unfortunately. Justin Herbert, 20, pretty serviceable. Um, Waller, 5.3. Um, and Chenault at 8 were, were really the only downfalls of Tom's team. Sam on the flip side, Trevor Lawrence, 16. Um, still convinced he'll be he'll be good in the future, but obviously struggling a little bit this season. Daryl Henderson coming back with seventeen was good, um, but then after that it gets pretty abysmal. Uh, Galladay with eight, Mike Williams bit of a letdown with eight, Goddard with one, Devontae Smith with four, um, Kenyon Drake with five, Lamar Jackson obviously a dreadful week with only nine. That's um, dreadful by his, his standards. Chris Boswell with five, and then the Titans defense with negative two. Um, so yeah, e- easy win for Tom. Yeah, very much so. Uh, and next up, another easy win, but this time for Alex, who played James, uh, one hundred eighty nine point nine eight to one hundred nineteen point three two. So Alex takes the crown for top points this week. Uh, it was close between Alex and I. I was I was watching when I went to bed. I was <laughs> predicted to get slightly more, but I'll give you this one, Alex. Um, so. James had a couple of bright spots, but aside from that, some uh, some disappointing performances. So Dak Prescott, obviously 25 points is, is great. Uh, he also had uh, Jarvis Landry, who had a nice 15 points, uh, 111 yards. So Landry did well. I think if he'd not had that fumble, then obviously more points to him. Um, and Pollard, who... Uh, Very who, strong. Yeah, better than Zeke, I believe, um, who played, played really, really well. So 16.8 points there. And... Uh, Derek Carr as well, 21 points, which was great from him. So some really good performances, but then we have some letdowns. So the G Harris was 6.7. It's just not what you expect to see. Um, you know, he is <coughs> he is the best running back fantastic. out of this class. But yeah, he's um, 
yeah, he w- just wasn't given it enough. Basically, eight carries. That's not a lot for a for a running back of his quality. And then we have Swift, who's uh, who only had three carries before he was taken out of the game. So his RB one and RB two, who were both arguably RB ones, were kind of just crippled by <laughs> not so ineptitude much. and injury. <laughs> so um, not great there. Terry McLaurin only nine. He didn't quite break the ten point mark. Marquise Brown with thirteen, which not too bad. Uh, and then George Kittle with two. Let down. Big let down. Uh, and then McLaughlin only got four, the kicker. And the uh, Indianapolis defense only got three, whereas on Alex's side, he had some underperformances. Oh but some people really took off. So Joe Burrow, modest 16. Nick Chubb, 5.9. You'd expect a lot more. But then you jumped to Gibson, who got 24.8, which was a great performance. Devontae Adams with 19, which is under projection, but still very good. Um, Keenan Allen with 15, again, under projection, but still good. Mark Andrews with 16, great solid tight end performance. T. Higgins, 24 points, he popped off, as we've said earlier in the uh, episode. Um, Javante Williams, great game. He's starting, he's starting to show show himself up as the uh, undisputed RB1 on that Broncos uh, team now, which is what we want to see. Um, then we've got Cam Newton, who uh, <laughs> fulfilled his destiny, as uh, as, as you wrote it, uh, and didn't do very well. Um, funnily enough, uh, last week, uh, last week Alex listened to your advice and played Tua over uh, over Cam, and Cam had an uncharacteristic good performance, uh, better one than Tua. So I think he was a bit annoyed with you, and he switched it round. But this time. He should have saved, should, have listened, he should have listened to you. You'd have had another five points. Not that he needed it. Um, <laughs> then we've got uh, Carlson, the kicker of who, twenty-one, the, the, a hero really by all accounts. And a game winner. Yeah, twenty-one points is fantastic. And then finally, the Cincinnati defense with twenty points. You know, rock solid performance there. So no one popped off to a kind of a, an unrealistic extent. Alex just had solid performances across the board, oh, which is exactly it. what you want. Uh, perfect there. So n- finally, we've got uh, Rohan and Kieran in the brother bowl. Uh, quite a low scoring <laughs> one this one. Uh, 109 to Rohan, who takes the win to 97 against Kieran. Yeah, close game. Um, yeah, Rohan underperformed a little bit. I was mainly due to the Seahawks not being very good, uh, but still scraped the win. Uh, Brady with 11. Um, obviously not great, even though they won. Um, Alex Collins, 0.7. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson with 4.6 then it gets a bit better there. Thielen with 23 um, another two touchdown game for Thielen um, Mike Evans 4.6 Kyle Pitts also with 4.6 DK Metcalf and Lockett um, 2.3 and 12.6 are just really really underperforming uh, Rob Gronkowski 20 points with 123 yards nice game for him uh, and then Mason Crosby in the Bucks defence with 12 and 13 and then on the flip side, Kieran, Kirk Cousins with 15. Uh, that's what you get when you line up under the guard instead of the centre. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Had to bring that up. Um, Naheem Hines with two. Jacobs with a nice 19. That's a good game by his standards. Um, Judy with four. Cooks with 14 and a half. Hooper with a zero. Um, Anderson and Sanders, 2.5, 7. And Andy Dalton with 15.7, one of Kieran's better performances. But yeah, just... A very low score in one, um, but yeah, Kieran just edges it with some. Uh, sorry, Rohan just edges it with some some good performances. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the results of the week. Um, I read the table out earlier, so it's it's looking like uh, a couple of people are now ruled out of the playoffs. 
completely, so James and Kieran James will and not, Kieran. not be able to make it now. And then obviously yourself, you must win the next two, and Lewis or Alex must lose the next two. Uh, and Sam... Um, Sam also can make it with uh, with a couple of victories or one victory if uh, if Lewis and uh, oh I don't know actually point differential might nah it's not in his favour yeah he must win the next two as well so yeah yeah it's tight it's very tight very on, tight on the flip side um, we have Rohan made it he's now in the playoffs locked in we also have uh, Tom who's locked in the playoffs too Elliot's locked in and I'm locked in as well uh, and I believe I. I'm guaranteed a buy as well, unless yeah. unless there is like a crazy three to four hundred point game from, from Elliot or uh, or Tom, then yeah, should be in there. So yeah, it's uh, it's getting to that point now. Uh, it's very close to uh, to time. the end. So we'll have a little look at week thirteen forecasts. Uh, so for me, I'm predicted. Oh wow, one hundred eighty-seven point six six, which I'll be very happy with. Uh, to Sam's one hundred thirty-three point seven three. So. Uh, Sam does need to switch out his defence, but I don't think it'll matter. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big <laughs> difference there, and uh, obviously I get Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey back, which is always Helps. is always <laughs> nice to see. Um, then we've got Rohan playing Alex. This is, looks to be a tight one, one hundred and fifty-two to one hundred and forty-eight. Uh, but yeah, as as you say, it's Rohan is relying on the Seahawks defence operating well to to get God, that I need score. Rohan to win. Yeah, it's it's one that you'll obviously have all of your hopes on Rohan, who's already guaranteed playoff place. So you want the guaranteed players to be the ones who are beating out the the guys who are struggling for that position. Um, next up, we've got Elliot. Who has he got some buys? Ooh, lots. He's got a lot, a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. <laughs> yeah, one hundred and thirty-four to one hundred and twenty-seven for for James. Um, yeah, it looks like there's a few guys that he could potentially swap out, but injuries are, yeah, they're not 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 friendly uh, for yeah, for Corell this week. For him. He's uh, yeah, obviously lost Henry, who's a prime player. Dalvin Cook might not be playing; he's expected to miss two games. So that's his prime running back. Debo's out as well, so a lot of heavy hitters for for El have uh, unfortunately been ruled out. So. This is a chance for, for James to pull off an upset. James doesn't need to win because he can't make the playoffs at this stage. But, uh, I mean, it, well, James will want to win just to, just to you mess with you. Swinging. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, that doesn't, yeah, There's, there's doesn't competition there for sure. If he can get a, sw- a blow back at the commissioner, then I think he'll be pretty pleased. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. That's probably the game to watch next week. Um, and then we've got Tom against Kieran. Tom predicted to, to blow out with 165 to Kieran's 99. We've said all season Kieran's team has just been unfortunate to really suffer from the injury point of view. Um, but I guess Kieran will now be looking with his 3-9 and nine position to potentially get a nice high draft pick. Uh, he's he's already got my first round pick and I believe he's got James's first round pick. Yep. And with James not making the playoffs, that means he's got two guaranteed top four picks this year. And then he's got my pick, which I'm hoping will be pick number ten. <laughs> but we'll see. Ah. We'll see how that falls. Um, so yeah, Kieran's yeah, he's in a great position going into the off season. Um, he knows he can't win, so he's right where he wants to be from a kind of season 2022 season perspective. I guess he's he's going to come back fighting, I imagine, and he's definitely going to be one to worry about next year. Uh, Very much. And finally, it's yourself against Lewis. Uh, this is obviously another big game. You've got to win this one. 169.92. You predicted to Lewis is 130. 
Yeah, um, obviously Lewis will have to swap out um, Cooper. Um, he doesn't really have any good options. So that won't make too much of a difference. Um, Lewis obviously ravaged by injuries with, you know, obviously Christy McCaffrey in particular going out. Um, so I, I, think I've, I think I've got this one. Um, Alvin Kamara coming back is a, is a nice boost. Um, I'm hoping he has a decent game. Um, and the likes of obviously Cooper Cup Stafford going up against the Jaguars um, and Tyler Higby. I'm just going to start all my Rams players. Um, so I, I think I, I think I've got this one, um, and hopefully I'll I'll send it to the last day of the season. Yeah, with a bit of <laughs> with a bit of luck, you'll uh, you'll be there and join us in the playoffs. Um, excellent. So that's that's everything for this week. Uh, apologies for the for the speedy nature of this episode, but we've uh, we've had a lot to get through in a short amount of time. So. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening and uh, good luck with the matchups. Uh, for those of you who already ruled out the playoffs, um, that is there's always next year. There's always there's always <laughs> next year. We keep coming back. It's uh, yeah, it's addictive. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.